welcome to another episode of the Hazardous Casuals podcast. If you're tuning in to us for the first time, we are an actual play tabletop RPG podcast using the Genesis Die system and playing in our own homebrew setting. My name is Matt. I am the Game Master, and it has been a while since we have released an episode. Almost a month, I think, at this point, and that was not our original plan, but sometimes life changes those plans. Uh, So just to update everyone, I know I've spoken about this before, but my wife and I, we had our baby over this past few weeks, and everyone is doing great. Uh, Baby and mama are both doing wonderful. Uh, Baby is good and healthy, and uh, it's been a crazy couple of weeks to say the least, but uh, we we are doing good. And so I was able to, as things kind of calmed down, sort of get my bearings going and I was able to sort of finish up this episode and get it ready for release uh, today. So moving forward, we will more than likely be switching to our original sort of release schedule and be switching to a bi-monthly schedule. So we'll be releasing episodes about every other week. So as of right now, our next episode will hopefully be released on the 16th of August. We will probably only have two episodes this month um, because we haven't started back up recording. And so it might be a little while into September before our next episode gets released. And we do greatly appreciate everyone who has supported us in our (laughs) uh, adventure into podcasting and uh, who have given us great feedback and supported the podcast over this past uh, over a year now. We've been we've been doing this. And uh, so we look forward to to continuing the story, continuing playing and uh, doing this. So uh, with that, do we have any. Do we have any ads from the ad board? Flags, banners, sigils. I'm Penance Perchance, um, and I have the finest weavers, metallurgists, and enchanters. Um, the flags, banners, and sigils, they don't just look nice anymore. We enchant them all for all sorts of uses. Want your army to arrive less tired? Want your home awarded from pests and look like a manor? Want the best sigil to focus your magic or gain a boon? Well, come to Perchance Pentance, where your delight will be your purchase. Of uh, tapestries now? Fuck them. <laughs> we don't make them no more after the last one came to life and created a real hellscape in Alaria. Otherwise, come on by. Hey, Markura, uh, you ever seen those weird sort of ads, uh, you know, out there on the Magiscape for uh, that Pentance Perchance? Uh, lady, uh, what do you think of her voice? Oh, it's so grating. I uh, cannot stand it. Yeah, I know. Every once in a while, uh, if that comes on when I'm thinking about lovemaking, it's like the antidote. I'm just like, okay, no thanks. There, there are a few times I hear it and I almost want to howl, but I don't want to give into that stereotype, you know? Yeah, I hear, I hear that she drinks. Sometimes she gets her names right. Sometimes it sounds like she's a little off. I'm okay with her her accent, but well, whatever. Leo, that's just because you're biased as a tradesperson. You're... Yeah, I I wish I could have an ad on it, but I don't have a storefront yet. What's wrong with her voice, guys? Raytheon, get Raytheon, get get back. Last we left our heroes, they were trying to discover the identity of an assassin that 
ambushed Riley, a fellow mercenary that was joining them on this job to rid this mining town of plague worms. After they failed in their investigation attempts, they decided to do some shopping before they headed towards the mines. After they picked up some supplies from their trusty friend Tom, they headed over to check out the Arcane Fox, where Kachi was able to find some wolfsbane. Makra picked up a magical amulet that would help him with his werewolf problem, and Leo grabbed him a nifty little boon to help out in battle. The arcane fox tried to lure them into giving them a really good deal on these magical items in exchange for a few drops of each of their blood. But our heroes quickly realized that giving their blood to a very powerful and strange being would not be so good an idea. After they finished up their shop after they finished up their shopping spree, they met up with the rest of the mercenaries and began their journey to the outskirts of town towards the abandoned mine. We pick back up. You guys have met in the uh, town square. You guys have all uh, met your other companions and you guys started on your trek towards the foster mine where the worm infestation is believed to be, uh, or the source of the worm infestation is believed to be located at. Um, you start heading out, out of town, and uh, old Willie Cooper comes up beside of you and uh, starts walking alongside of you, and, well, I guess you fellas about to, oh, and lady, uh, about to head off into the mine. Yes. What's it to you, old man? Well, be careful. Good luck. What do you What do you want, buddy? Oh, I'm just heading down to this river. Go to go panning for more fool's gold. Hey, listen here now, feller. I'm just trying to make enough scratch to get out of town. Besides, them worms don't much care for the river. I don't know if they just can't uh, hear well, well, or tell, but uh, seems like. Seems like that's the safest place to be around here. So, till I get some enough, you know, money to get out of here, I guess I'll just be making my living, paying gold. <coughs> fool's gold. <laughs> you ever figured out a use for fool's gold yet? Besides scamming other people out of their money. Now listen, you you be careful in there. Uh, we had a had a mine collapse a couple months ago, a while back. That was before the worms came, and well, last I heard, the mine wasn't too safe. Well, hey, do you have anything that's uh, local to this region? That's There's a lot of them, but you don't know that they're anywhere else, really? Fool's gold! Actually, no, I don't even know anybody that's got fool's gold around here. I don't know how I found this stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, if you'd answered me honestly, I would have tried to help you out. But otherwise, have a good day panning. Well, you might see some, you know, gophers in the hills. Bound by uh, the river. Did you say we would see some gophers in heels? Yeah, yeah like high heels. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Some, so, some heels, yeah. <laughs> Stupid sexy gophers. Uh, <laughs> he just kind of looks sexy. <laughs> Do you by any chance live all alone? I ain't telling you where I live. I'm just asking. You said you'd kill me. Oh, I will. I mean, look at my. Okay, bye. I'll see y'all later. 
Have fun. Have fun. Maybe try to look for something uh, legitimate while you're there. Okay, so we we learned that water is a safe spot. These worms don't like water. We learned that. I hope whatever that guy has isn't infectious. Oh, dumb? Nah. Why? Did you interact with him in a way that he would have transmitted something to you? I think the way he talks might be the way it's delivered. Well, that's how (laughs) dumb travels most of the time. So you guys uh, start heading your way out of town. Um, You head... Yeah, towards the the river, um, which really isn't really a river. It's more like a large stream. Uh, you end up crossing the bridge, and uh, it's a pretty good. I mean, it's a pretty good hike out to the the mine. It takes about probably about thirty minutes, about half an hour, maybe close to an hour. Um, and you arrive, and um, you as you cross when you cross the river and come back up out of the the creek bed um you see a large pretty large uh knoll and uh you see at the base of it this sort of uh, where the river basin sort of comes out of this mine entrance and it's setting in what it looks like to be sort of a circular quarry um and it, the the path is very easy to travel it's just a, a pretty good hike um you can tell it's very well worn uh but they do keep it up pretty well uh, well, at least when the mine was was in operation. Hi, oh, guys. This looks like the uh, the quarry near Sandy Harbor. I feel like, as a human, I'm probably uniquely prepared for this. Um, and as such, I'm just going to go ahead and flip that. Uh, <laughs> flip that, <laughs> flip that uh, light side point. point. Okay. Because I'm ready for every, anything. Ready for anything. Oh, your wonderful human ability. Tell me more about this place, uh, OGM. The setup for this mine is pretty well laid out. Uh, you can definitely tell that the operations have been laid out in such a way uh, that it's set up for expanding. Like you could definitely tell, like they're starting to try and expand the production of the mine. Um, there are two different entrances into the cliffside at the the base of this sort of. Um, null down in, down in this sort of quarry. And the first is the main entrance on the left, and it looks like the main mine entrance. Um, you see a little rail system. Um, you see a place where people check in, some crates, some seats, stuff like that. Uh, the second is about medium range to the right of the main entrance. And you see out of coming it coming out of it is a rail line. And it's about 20 feet above you guys, above the quarry floor. And um, it stops, comes to a platform that's made into a pretty large platform. It looks like it's made for unloading and loading into wagons. There's actually a few wagons still pulled up underneath uh, this this sort of docking area. And it looks like they literally just dump it, like, have some holes in the, the in the floor of this platform, and they uh, dump the the materials into the wagons, or they. Um, you know, offload whatever materials they they mined. But you, you do notice three rails, and then the fourth rail on the very far right actually looks like it goes into some sort of pit. And now uh, you can't really see from the 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 cliff where you guys are at looking down into this sort of basin uh what is actually in the pit. It's sort of obscured from your your area. But I yeah, jump you into f- it. Uh, you you want to go over there and run into the pit? <laughs> No, okay. no, I don't. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll actually, I got a map for this. That way you can kind of see 
what you guys are looking at. Um, so at the entrance, though, you do notice what seems to be some sort of uh, bloody heap. It may look like a body, but at this distance, it can't really discern what it is. And all the, the trip over, everybody's been pretty quiet. They've sort of talked amongst themselves, but uh, they haven't said too much to you guys. And it definitely tell, it seems like it's you guys, you three, and then Hector and, and Riley, uh, Hector the Fawn and Riley the Dark Elf, and then uh, Gunther the, the, no, the Gnome and Mindax the Orc. So if you guys want to strike up a conversation, you're more than welcome to along the way. Riley, do you feel fully recovered from the little poison bit in town? What are you talking about? That bit where you were poisoned almost to death. Kaji saved you. I wasn't poisoned. Okay, cool. She just looks at you and gives you a very stern stare. Yeah, clearly I'm talking about all that liquor you had. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was wild night. Yeah. I just love to mix it up. Yeah. Ooh. I would have thought she would have remembered when she got poisoned. Uh, she just walks away at this point. <laughs> uh, I, Hector, I, Hector comes up to you guys and goes, friends, maybe it's not the best to talk about the weakness of others, given the circumstances of unknown parties and who... Unless you just want to be antagonistic. Of course, I guess I shouldn't expect anything else from you, gentlemen, considering how our relationship started off. But yeah, we I, are generally in a very antagonistic group. I'm just trying to be on the good side of Riley, to be honest with you. Ah, I see. I see. Yes, may not. Maybe you shouldn't be talking about poison amongst strangers that could be threats. I do not know anything about this Gunther and Index. No, I really do not know anything about you. Last time I met you, uh, were standing over the almost dead body of my friend. So I guess, uh, yes. Rescuing her? What is that bird? <laughs> I don't know. I have never heard it before. It's a strange bird. At least it's not an owl. Those things give me the creeps. You too, huh? You know, the truth is, uh, when it comes to your companion, uh, we would like to know if she's still experiencing the effects. If Who knows what will happen here? Uh, we might have to rely on, on each other. Like, you know, I wouldn't want to uh, put any extra risk if there is any to be involved. If that makes any sense. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. Yes, well, she seems to be fine. We were able to heal her up quite well. Is, does she? Is there like anything she likes or collects? That someone who likes her that just wants to make nice with her would uh, offer as a oh kind of I mean like gift. A, a peace offering. Yes, exactly. Yeah, like you know, the perfect thing to get somebody when you want to apologize for saving them. Hmm. Well, um, she's not very sentimental, but. Uh... I mean, if you have some fancy arrows, she would probably be very willing to, uh, you know, oh. be very, very uh, flattered if you gave her some premium arrows. But uh, those are hmm. hard to come by around these parts. Well, keep an eye out. So basically money and arrows. Well, as a trade person, I'll tell you that enough arrows are money. 
Arrow, arrows is money, guys. Arrows is money. Arrows is money. Yeah, money, money is arrows. Well, they, they say that time flies. So if an arrow flies and time is money, like a- you follow the logic yeah, here. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Arrows time is money. money. Time flies. Arrows fly. Ergo, arrows are time, and Which is arrows money. are money. So arrow, arrows are money. Yeah. Very good, Macro. And besides, some of my favorite euphemisms involve arrows. I, I want to speak with the um, call to the orc or the uh, the big old brawny orc. Yeah, I'm right here. Yeah, you know me. We we've traveled. We we've 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 been fighting together for some time now. Mendex, how you doing? Good. You ready for this? Yes. Great. Orcs are always ready. Do you uh? Do you need anything? You you well equipped for this? Yes, well equipped. All right. Very ready. I've got so many swords. So many swords. He looks at his sword, which is like a great, a huge great sword. This one will do fine. Well, like if you had an extra sword, you could throw it at somebody and then use your sword. You don't throw swords. Uh, if you had as many swords as I do, you you sure do, man. Never throw swords. You swing them so hard that you cleave your enemies in two. Sure. I bet I could take you. Do you want to go now? You want to, like, uh, do you actually want to fight or just arm wrestle or something? You said you could take me. Yeah. But we're about saving the town right now. If I take you, more money for me. Yeah, but if you took me afterwards, more money for you. No. What? I'm not stupid. You seem to be. Uh, no, Leo does not say you that. You think that I talk like this because I'm dumb. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Man. Oh, uh, what is it you carry? Oh, is that a a snack bag? Oh, I'm so sorry. Makra is just boiled over laughing in the background. Uh, are you talking differently than you were me, a moment ago? Me so dumb. Me dumb or carry big sword. Oh, and walks away. Ma- Makra goes <laughs> to give him a high five. <laughs> <laughs> he, he looks at you and just keeps walking. <laughs> hey, not- man, some of my best friends are orcs. I'm going to mime. I'm going to mime over towards uh, uh, Leo and just, go, and just mime over to him. Something that conveys you're doing very bad at this. <laughs> Do I have time to sneak off towards uh, uh, the elf one more time? Just real quick. O'Reilly? I mean, yeah. she's y'all are all in the same group. She's just walking a little bit separated from y'all. Yeah, you could go. I'm, I'm going to hurry to catch up alongside. Oh, uh, why? Why? Uh, look, Riley. Okay. So hopefully this will be a fresh start. I'm just, we're just trying too hard to say, you know, we hope that we are professionals and can do this together. And we're not trying to get on your bad side. Besides, who knows what we'll find in there? If we find any katanas that you don't want, I might be able to use them. And if I find any arrows you could use, I'll try to pass them your way. Does that sound like a good deal, fellow adventurer? I can tell you're really good at what you do. That sounds like a great idea. And she's she's like whispering and not like making eye contact. Look, I appreciate you helping me. Hector said that it seemed that you saved me. But for all I know, you could have been the one who shot me with a dart. You know, I mean, I spun around, there you were, and 
you know, I, then I kind of passed out after trying to attack you. Trust is a hard thing with me. Yeah, if I find a katana, it, it's yours. How's that? And if I find arrows? I will gladly take them from you. All right, that sounds pretty good. And if it's okay if I haven't earned their trust yet, that's not really my goal, kind of. But hey, once you see me fighting, you'll probably see darts are not my thing. You know, I, I'm very much more this stab stabby uh, run around in the shadows type person, but not dart throwing, definitely not. That's good to know. I do have one question which might be of mutual benefit and would have no point if, if I were a danger. Uh, if it wasn't me, like 100%, uh, is there anything particular you'd be suspicious of that we should be looking out for? I'm going to say don't trust anybody. Okay, but you can, definitely you can, a start. You could totally trust me. She winks. Of course, you are <laughs> definitely a really pretty lady. Oh, thank you. You're definitely a, the most handsome cat person I've ever saw. I mean, whatever, a Dunair? Is that what they're called? Your, your people are called? Uh, yes, we are, we are the Dunair. Or are uh, you, you a, like a, the tree folk? The, no, the, 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 okay. the bartender back at the, the, the inn tavern place thingy we were in, that was uh, the tree folk. You know, they're kind of our, our bumpkin cousins, I guess you could say. Of mm. course, they'll say worse about us, but, you know. Y'all seem very kind. And I hope that you're very good in a fight. Because I would hate to see you die by a worm. Yes. Uh, yes, pretty much anyone that looks like us really does not want a case of worms. I can definitely <laughs> agree with that. Hey, Tikor. You got any good... Uh... Inventions to sell? Mm, maybe after the after the after the the mission after the worms. Okay, I could probably uh, uh, secure some connections for you, so you can sell a lot of your inventions. These are uh, what kind of a weapon is that? It's a crossbow. Repita. Hmm. I. I could probably set you up with quite a market for that if you're interested. A lot of people don't like to sell my wares. They have a lot of towns outlaw my contraptions. Right. That means they're rare. I'll sell the mess <laughs> out of them. Sure, they're rare. Or oh, is there something else about them besides just the awesome utility? Mm, people tend to not like them because they get a lot of people killed. That's exactly what the things people want. Yes, but, you know, town, towns tend to frown on the mass uh, extermination of, of people. My sword has killed a lot of people. Uh, at one time, with one swing? Hmm. I, my words have killed more people at one time. Oh, I once made a contraption that collapsed this entire city block. It vanished. I might once made an ancient skeletal dragon get into a box. That was the end of the story. I didn't know you were make-believing now. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to try and charm this guy? Sure. <laughs> okay. I believe the role is seduce, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's charming. We're going to try and get this guy to, to believe what you're selling. <laughs> Do I have any advantage because it's the truth? Maybe. 
<laughs> Jeez, if only there was somebody whose job it was to know the answer to that question. Uh, sure, I'll give you a boost for, for telling the truth. <laughs> uh, okay. His cool, now listen, don't flip your lid. This is going against his stats, man. He's got skill ranks just like you. His cool is two red and one purple. Cool. I hope he dies. I succeed. Hey, there you go. He he thinks about it for a moment and goes, Wait a minute, where did you say you came from? Uh, the Forgotten City. Did you happen to bring any shadow weave? If I did, I'd be an idiot to tell you. Why? I'm an outlaw. I just told you that I make things that are not allowed in the normal market. <laughs> we did have some, but we got rid of it so that we wouldn't have it on our person. Oh, that's so terribly disappointing. But hmm. whoa, if you if, could use some, I need to know. I yeah, uh, your contact. I need to know. We we've actually run through quite a bit of it. His eyes get really big. Oh, really? How did you get the dragon in the box? So he couldn't leave the room Ooh. unless we took him out of the room. So I said, well, we don't want you to kill us. So if you get in the box, then we'll put you out of the room and we'll close the door. Then the dragon got in the box. He got in the box. And you so didn't take the- him outside. No, <laughs> no, he, he would have murdered everybody. It would have been smarter to put it in the bag of holding. Then you could have put the gold in there. The gold? Why? And the chest. He couldn't have got out. It's a bag of holding. Oh, that would have been hilarious. You could unleash, if you had to, you could unleash the dragon on the people from the bag of holding. Huh. Going to destroy the whole city. <laughs> what a great contraption. That's funny. I actually have a bag for that. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. What is in it? I don't know, but it's terrifying. How do you know it's terrifying if you don't know what's in it? <laughs> well, that bag's in my bag of holding, so oh, if boy. you're right about the dragon in the chest, then I should be fine. As long as the ward doesn't break. As long as you don't unleash it against me. Oh, I wouldn't dare. Or I, I would never try to ruin such a brilliant mind as yours. He just looks at you for a few moments like, hmm. All right. Well, maybe we can do business after the, uh, if we make it out of this life. I'll make sure to it that you make it out alive. Oh. Then I feel safer already. <laughs> um. And near the end of the conversation, Kachi's going to go up to uh, Leo. And the second he starts waddling off, um, <clears throat> I'm going to kind of relate my conversation with uh, the elf lady and uh, uh, talk to uh, Leo. He's be like, I'm not sure that that one over there is very trustworthy. Uh, Kachi, I, I, I would not be surprised if every single one of them tried to kill us. I might, not, might have misheard it, but uh, I, I, it sounded like you were telling what is clearly possibly an unhinged adventurer, dungeon dweller, dungeon adventurer. I don't know. However, that goes in engineer. There you go. Um, uh, some hints as to where an unspeakably powerful undead dragon might be found. I, I'm not, is that really a, a great idea? If if he can get to that chapel, 
then he deserves, or no, if he can get to, into the keep, then he deserves uh, Chance of the Dragon. <laughs> hmm. uh, I don't know if I follow that logic. Oh, gosh. <laughs> wow, we are, um, we are really taking a lot of uh, loans out against future us, aren't we? Okay. Okay, Leo. Uh, just know that I'm uncomfortable. Okay. Well, I just know that he might actually see profit margins with us and might actually be motivated not to fight us at the end of this. More than 2,000 silver worth. Or he's more likely to kill us because he knows that if he kills us, he's more likely to keep the secret of the vast dragon treasure to himself. Fine, if he tries to kill us, I'll kill him back. I mean, I've just got the sword. I'm holding, you know, I've got holding it right now, but I can always just gonna, put it in him. Are you going to throw it at him? No, no, I, I hold on to my own sword. Well, I don't know. I'm just saying, you got into this very in-depth discussion about throwing swords earlier, so I wasn't sure. Just, just bouncing discussion off the guys, trying to see what they say, trying to see who they are. How about you, Makra? Did you make any friends today? No, I don't know that I really want to make friends with people I might potentially kill later. I was talking about me and Leo. No, I don't want to make friends with people I might potentially <laughs> kill later. Oh, come on. You know I'm joking, Akra. All right, so you guys uh, make it to the cliff entrance of this mine. What do you guys do? Uh, you guys can look at Roll20, and as I've described it before you, you can see the map below. There's two mine entrances. Uh, the main one is high up. You really can't get into it, but as you look, you do notice that there at the main entrance, there are four mine carts uh, that are empty. Um, I, I'd like to go look at that body that you had mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Sure. We've gotten yeah. really distracted. Like, yeah. kind of just, <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a dead body over there. What is well, the I, top right? That's... That is the pit. You cannot see exactly what is what is in that right. from where you guys are. You just All know right. that, like, the rail just kind of goes out over it and stops. It does not go to any sort of platform. It just ends. <laughs> so as Makra goes to check out this could be a body, I'm going to stick next to him, and I'm going to keep an eye out for um, any kind of worms. Uh, whereas uh, Kaji is going to go over to peer into the uh, the green goop area in the top right, the pit, especially trying to figure out if that is a skeleton he sees down there. It's a big gelatinous cube, isn't it? <laughs> let's, let's do this. Um Mindex and Gunther head down with you guys into the cavern. Hector does too. Um, Mindex and Gunther sort of rummage through the different supplies, different areas of of uh, materials and stuff. Uh, Hector sort of is keeping an eye out. He's sort of observing the area. Sort of takes a look at the creek, um, the the wagons, that sort of thing. Um, climbs up top with you, Kachi, sort of looking around at, at the rails. Riley actually circles about. She doesn't come down into the the uh, the quarry. She actually stays along the cliff and circles her way over towards you. Sort of, you can definitely tell she's like trying to keep an advantage, uh, archer's advantage. Um, let's do let's do the the pit first. You get up and uh, you make your way over there. And I'm still being stealthy, by the way, if I can. I mean, are you saying that in terms of, like, to avoid detection by the worms or trying to hide from other people? 
we see dead bodies, so I'm gotcha. just trying to be stealthy in general. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I imagine everybody's trying to be pretty stealthy. Mindex does not care. He is not. He's sort of rummaging through stuff. He's actually singing a little song. Yeah, he doesn't care. He's, you know, throwing stuff over his shoulder. Like, uh, you know, he's a bum. He's like a bull in a china shop almost. Leo doesn't even try. He's wearing heavy <laughs> armor and has all the group's gear. In fact, he's auditioning for Stomp, kind of, as he goes. Just. Bang, bang, bang. Um, I think you guys are, are. I mean, if you guys are being stealthy, I'm not going to require a, a check right now. Um, you guys are pretty okay. The river seems to be pretty, or the creek seems to be pretty loud coming out of the the mountainside, the hillside at this point. Um, so you kind of have to talk a little bit ab- above your normal speaking voice. But yeah, you get over to the the pit and you look down, and yes, there is actually a skeleton in there. It seems like there might be, might have been at one point a few skeletons in there. And uh, yeah, this rail just totally ends. It comes out over the pit. Pit's about 20 by 20. Um, 20 by 20? 50 by 50. Sorry about that. <laughs> Going off the top of my head, not my notes. <laughs> Need to start reading my notes. <laughs> so yeah, uh, it's about a 50 by 50 foot, uh, pretty much square uh, vat of what looks like acid, maybe. Uh, you can definitely tell from here, probably, it's pretty translucent. Um, not entirely, but it's not opaque. You know, the, the liquid is not necessarily hard to see through. Uh, you can definitely tell there's probably been a few bodies that have fallen in here. And they they look humanoid. Okay. Who, who's near? Who's the nearest to me right now? Uh, Hector's sort of, I'll move Hector. Hector's sort of up here, taking a look at, like, the materials and stuff. Riley's up here. Sort of peering down. Mindex was over here next to the furnaces. Gunther sort of. Um, I think Gunther goes with you guys to check out the dead body. Um, in this world, are gelatinous cubes known enough to where people would just kind of know about them if they're adventurers? Like, okay, well, at least it's a lot of gelatinous cube. Or is you, it like something we wouldn't expect? You would have to make me an adventuring check. Oh, good. I get a failed check. I'm going to try it. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say this is just, I'll say this is a one purple adventuring check. All right. So I'm going to have one dice from, uh, uh, and <laughs> intellect. You have an int of one. Yeah. Oh God. I didn't know. I forgot. Dude, had very low intellect. It explains a whole lot. You've got a story point. You've got four story points. In fact. Yeah, I'm not using it for this. <laughs> All right, here we go. Three, two, one, and fail. Hey, I got a threat. A threat. Um, Which is a failure. It looks perfectly safe. In fact, you think you might be able to dip yourself in there, and you know, maybe, maybe you would, um, maybe it'd be beneficial. Maybe it'd be good. Maybe that guy just fell and drowned. But that looks totally cool to you. You probably could drink it. You know, huh. that sounds great. In fact, I'll do what, what uh, people would normally do to test the temperature uh, of some water. I'm going to throw a little rock into the far side of this, this pool. You that, that sure does sound yeah, a lot because, like, a, like a despair. Yeah, we, far, far you're, away you're from testing, You're testing the temperature of the water by throwing a rock in it? Well, somebody just made a threat into what is clearly a, wow, like... Kachi's I'm, I'm been just, drinking a lot of. It's fine. It looks perfectly how do fine. You, 
how do you gauge the temperature of a thing by putting a rock in it? <laughs> well, if you bounce a rock off, you can see if like steam's coming out. What? <laughs> You've got an intellect of one. You should be role playing that more often. Then he picks up a rock. Off, you pick up a rock off the the platform. You throw it in. And... Throw it to the far side. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna make you make a check. I'll just let you throw it. Uh, and it you hear uh, it hits, and it doesn't quite have the consistency of water. It's a little bit thicker. Uh, not not too thick, but it's definitely a little bit thicker than water. And uh, as soon as it hits, it just you see steam. You hear the the sizzling sound, and that that rock seems to shrink real quick before it hits the before it even gets halfway down. Uh, it just disappears. It seems like it just gets just just shrinks real quick, just like and then gone. So I'm going to turn to the closest guy and go. Under no circumstances should you try to swim in that. You guys approach, we'll switch over to Makra and Gavin, or Makra and Leo. Uh, so Makra and Leo, you guys approach. Gunther sort of comes up, sort of uh, kind of jogs over to you guys. He's you know he's a gnome, so he has to kind of hurry a little bit to keep up with y'all. And uh, yeah, it's definitely a dead body. Uh, this dead, this body basically looks like it crawled out of this cave. Uh, he's missing most of his lower portion, uh, just about from his belly button down. He's been he's lost his legs, uh, and you see a long trail of blood that goes into the mine. Is it fresh? Um, it's a few days old. Mm. Hmm, Makra, they didn't. So not fresh. Not too fresh. Um, not like I wouldn't say within the past 24 hours, but maybe within 48 hours. Makra, I think he made it close enough to the stream to where the worms didn't go after him, the rest of them, I guess. But yeah, I guess they, if they haven't cleaned him up, then maybe there's something to the river. It's possible. The best theory we've got for the moment, at least. What do you think? Look at the gnome. I think he's dead. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> I think we really got a leg up on him. <laughs> ah, ah. He goes over and pokes him. Been dead for a while. He's sort of he's got this little like lantern that comes over and he spins the lantern and looks into the sort of leans over and looks into the mine, goes, Looks like he crawled a long way. I uh checked the body. Uh, he has a half set of armor. Um, he has a bent sword, and uh, he—you do not find any other sort of valuables on him. Wait, a bent sword? Yep, like it's curved or it's like bent. It's bent, like it's like not broken. curved. It's it's like broken, like about three fourths of the way up. It just takes a hard like forty five degree turn. <laughs> okay. So I guess we now need to decide which one we which uh entrance we go into. I mean, have we reconvened or am I still off? That's up to you. I mean, is there anything else you want to examine? Riley finally hops down and they make their way over towards where everybody else is. I'm gonna I'm gonna come over to the uh overlooking area. I'll still hopefully within the hearing range. Um yeah, I'll say if you if you're staying on the platform at the area edge, you could you can hear them. Yeah, you hear everybody. 
There's a big tub of acid back there, guys. Uh, I don't really want to go anywhere near it, judging by the family of, uh, you know, people in there. There's a whole family in there? (laughs) Yeah, there was a joke about it. I've already forgot it. Ask him. Um, Maybe we should enter in through the rail that goes to that so we know which rail to avoid. It's the farthest one on the right, the uh, fourth one from me. Yeah, but inside the cavern, they could switch places and do all kinds of things. Well, I'll put it this way. If you see sunlight, don't go, go, don't go diving into any green goo. Most of the time, these caverns have an elevated track that goes down so that they don't have to power them. Like, is there any powering device or any pulley device that I see? Oh yeah, uh, you see on the four four rail carts that's to your right. Um, you see that there seems to be some sort of contraption uh, on the back. I I start the contraption. Uh, yeah, you find a, a little uh, what looks like a little lever, uh, le- lever, lever. Yes, lever, lever. <laughs> uh, you pull the lever to the right. It's sort of stiff, but once you pull it. Uh, it switches on, a little light pops up on the right side, and, or lights up, and uh, the little motor, basically a motor, uh, cranks up. All right, guys, now that's uh, I started, in case we need it later. I wonder what's running on. You could make me a mechanics check, or huh. an arcade check. You know what? I will do the first mechanics check we've ever had on this. this or this or lore. You could do uh, lore, arcana. Take this for me, Matt. Mechanics? I didn't even know mechanics was a skill in this one. It is. <laughs> it's how you uh, craft weapons. What's the uh, this is going to be uh, just, I'm going to say this is one purple, two black. Okay. I suck at it, but we'll see. <laughs> I succeed with two threat. Hey. Um, hmm, this is interesting. Uh, success and two threat. Uh, you know that it is not a. Um, a fossil fuel engine. It does not run off of any sort of like natural fuel. However, unnatural fuel. I'm going to say the threat is. Um, hmm. I believe my check was to see what it runs off of, and I I think I. Succeeded. Oh, oh, okay. Well, then you know that it's arcane. Okay, it runs off of some sort of arcane um, magic. It's an arcane contraption. And the threaty threat. When you're messing with it. Um, you, uh, you open a, uh, open up a little flange and realize you should not have done that and immediately backfires like, Pow! and it echoes into the cavern. Ah, okay. But the worms know we're here now. Meh, meh, meh. You put it down, you realize like, ah, maybe I shouldn't have messed with it, that, with that part. It may be, maybe it'd be okay if we don't mess with that anymore. <laughs> Apparently just open the choke in a running engine. Great. It sounds like it's got some pretty good horsepower to it. Not war horsepower. Yes, war horsepower. I take the engine in with me and I attack everybody with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gone mad with power. <laughs> He'll kill us all. This is my dungeon now. I go in. You're going to walk in and you're going to take the carts. They're pretty quiet. I don't think noise is an issue now. I think I go ahead and send one cart in without uh, empty. 
And I wait and I listen. Uh, you realize that there's a, a throttle towards the front of the cart, and uh, you can easily sort of figure out a, a jerry rig. You jerry rig it up and uh, you send it off. It sort of putters and sputs and, and sort of heads off into the the mine. Uh, you guys watch it and then it sort of. You watch it until it, it disappears, basically, uh, into the darkness. You don't hear anything other than, you know, the, the slow uh, vanishing echo of the motor until it's gone. All right, guys, uh, walk or cart? I have no idea. You don't, between walk and cart? I vote cart. Cart? Okay, let's go cart. That at least give us an option. Before you get in, there are some hard hats with some lanterns on them. Do you, would you like to take them? Yeah. Because it is dark Please. in this mine. Yeah. So unless you have some sort of form of light, you are not going to be able to see anything right now. Sure. Um, I think I think as a utility, I can generate the light bulb. But but you also like a legitimate um, light bulb. I just can't do the oh, electricity. It's oh. just a light bulb. Uh, you do notice that there is some sort of um, wall contraption, wall uh, like fuse box, basically on the side of the the. The entrance door, uh, basically where these minecarts are, and there seems to be some sort of some sort of light um, that are that are strung up into lantern system that are strung into this mine. That's are they on? They are off. I turn them on. Uh, they light up your way. You sort of All turn right. them on, and they sort of slowly flicker, and then pop on, and they pop in, sort of pop on. They turn on, sort of uh, sequentially down the line. Let's hop in. I check for any acid in it. I just hop in. Ah, uh, there's 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 no acid. Uh, yeah, you guys can fit about four in a cart. Shotgun. Driver. Passenger. <laughs> All right, you guys file in. You guys take off. Uh, yeah, you, you're. Surprised. Does anybody join us? Uh, no. Uh, Riley and Hector get in the cart behind you guys, and it looks like Mindex and Gunther are going to get in the cart behind them. Chugga chugga. And you guys head on into the. The mine. Huh. I don't mind this. <laughs> uh, all right. You guys uh, head off into the cart uh, and make your way down into the mine. And uh, yeah, you hear um, Riley and Hector. They wait a little bit. You can definitely tell they don't necessarily want to be very close to you, like super close to you guys. If something were to happen, they do keep about, I'd say they're medium distance from you. Um, Howards. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, you guys see, uh, Hector and uh, not Hector, but, uh, Mendex and Gunther get in theirs, or at least it seems like it. They're pretty, they're, they're at very, they're probably a long range, uh, to you guys. So it's sort of hard to, to make out. And, uh, you guys ride this thing for a good, uh, long, ride and uh you guys make your way probably about a half an hour ride into the mine and it's but it's very straight like it's straight uh straight. didn't walk yeah very level very straight uh you guys begin to notice that there are various tunnels off to the left and right um but then you guys notice uh, as the tunnels sort of get less sporadic uh, you do notice that there you begin to see the same sort of signs that you saw in the forest of this sort of black ichor that sort of stains the floor. It's not very thick. 
it's not very uh, frequent, but you begin to start seeing the signs of these streaked lines. And then you start seeing these smaller holes as you sort of finally come to the end. And there is this T intersection that, um, that you guys come to. And there's a camp here, camp of sorts. Basically, it looks like a staging area. There's supplies, there's a tent, there's some chairs, what used to be a campfire, sort of a kitchen area, a staging area table with uh, supplies and maps, stuff of that nature. And uh, you see, you know, shovels, Maddox, pickaxe, all those sort of things. And uh, you guys come to stop. Um, the lights of the camp are not on the, 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 the tunnel you guys were in, the lights stop sort of at the T intersection. Um, but you do notice a few other normal lanterns lying about here and there. And uh, this, you also notice that there is a lot of blood. You've noticed this trail of blood lead pretty much this whole way. Um, for the most part, there's certain areas where it stops. Uh, then it starts again, but yeah, you notice that this blood basically uh, can comes all this way, and uh, you notice that there are what make you could make out to be two mostly eaten legs, and there's a pool of blood that it lays in. You also notice a pool to uh, another pool of blood off to the right with a couple large chunks of meat just sitting strewn about here and there. Theo whispers, man, that guy must have been like the Alaria's greatest crawler. I was thinking the same thing. That's an impressive amount of movement for a guy with, you know, that kind of blood loss. I'm going to get a map. He must have used a destiny point. Shame he didn't have a regeneration potion. <laughs> Maybe it was only half a health potion. And a destiny point. All right, you grab a, yes, you grab a map. Uh, what's there's a bunch of maps. Uh, what ma- map are you looking for? Oh, one that has our location on it. Oh. <laughs> you are here. Uh, it's sort of the main map the, that's on the table. It's this huge map. It sort of takes up this almost this entire ten foot uh, long map, and uh, you see this very in depth, very well laid out mine uh, for the most part. And you notice that this T intersection sort of leads off either to the west, which is to the left, or the eastern portion of the mine. And both both ways end up uh, curving around or or making their way towards the north, what's labeled the north part of the mine. You just come from the south part of the mine, the south entrance. I, I look I look for the um, for signs of any new mining area. You guys notice that there are two mine projects, two mine, major, major projects. There's plenty of mines that they're mining in. They sort of take uh, sort of shifts mining in different areas. Looks like they, they have to mine some and then they looks like they sort of reinforce the area. The first one is to the, the east uh, and it's it's pretty uh, it's sort of northeast. Um, it's a new area that they just started. They found what they think to be a, a pretty good area that might actually have some some good gems in this this area. Uh, but also, you notice that there is a um, a section in the on the west end that was a new area, and 
uh, you can you see that there was a collapse. Guys, I'm thinking whatever that whatever caused the worms to come out is going to be one of these two areas. Um, maybe the collapse brought the worms out, or the other area. Does um does either direction appear to have more blood? Uh, there's actually no blood coming from either of those areas. The blood is okay. basically just here at the camp. Which way are the legs coming away from? Uh, they're not pointing. They're literally in the center of camp, basically. Does that make sense? They're, they're not indicating left or right. This guy could have been more helpful before he died. Could have like used his legs to make an arrow to point us in the right direction. Guess we just go one way or the other. You guys want to go collapse, or you guys want to go uh, um, valuable or direction? Well, I mean, how far could we get into a collapse? Like, well, we go it's to collapsed. It. We go to it. We look for signs of burrowing, stuff like that. The other way, who knows? We might find some valuable stuff. You did say there's lanterns and stuff here, right? Yeah, I mean it's it's vaguely damp, uh, lit by the the tunnel lights, but. There's no lights on in this camp, but there are lanterns that you could turn on that you could light. Oh, not lanterns we can take with us. Yeah, they're small handheld lanterns. How how heavy are they? Like maybe one encumbrance. Okay. I'm going to take one, put it in my pack, and carry one. Okay. Wait, no. I'm going to take one, put it in my pack, and then um, not carry one since I might want to be stealthy. Okay. I'm using my staff as a light is a light okay well i look at the i've got a hat with light on it so i'm just gonna go and look at the supplies see if there's anything of note before we head out uh you find food rations i mean your basic sort of supplies that you would need i restock Um, our uh food rations okay hector and riley come up and you can uh faintly hear the uh the sound of another car coming up okay out of my pack out of my deep pockets, if you will, I pull out one gorgeous-looking cupcake, undefiled by the rear road of travels, <laughs> looking just amazingly delicious. Maybe it was enchanted. And I just offer it to Riley. This is like a once-a-session ability of using it on the cupcake. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, she looks at it and takes it and sniffs it. Kind of Chugs her head and takes a bite. Oh, you could, she loves it. Oh, it's just wow. Okay, I hope you're not poisoning me. It would already be too late, but I'm not. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's okay. I got an antidote last night. She just looks straight at you. God. <laughs> He's clearly not somebody who could hide out and skulk around and then throw a dart. <laughs> yes, but you all work together. I'm just saying, that's two people at <laughs> least that, you know, maybe not might not be as sus as you think. Good cupcake, though, right? Oh, great cupcake. <laughs> uh, so, after <laughs> about five more minutes, Mindex and Gunther's uh, cart shows up. Are we waiting on them for some reason? I would no. If you don't, if you want to go, go. Yeah, yeah. We just leave once that once we see them. So okay. it might be nicer to at least make sure that they made it here safely. And okay, see you which tell way we're me. Going, do but... you leave right after Riley and Hector get there? Then, yeah, 
Okay, which way are you oh, going? I, I would have waited for the other group, but I guys, I, I assume all of them will betray us. Let's just go before we see anybody. I just want to make sure that they were still alive before oh. we left. All right. So well, once we'll, I we'll... once I saw that they were alive, I'd be fine with moving on. I just I'd like to know if somebody dies while they're following us. Okay, so we'll wait till see them and then we'll move on. That was my that was my thing. Yeah. Which way are you going, left or right? I say we go to the new, the new, the, the other area, not the cloud. That makes sense. This is a new problem, so the new mine would probably be where the issue is. We go east. I go east. I go east. All right, you guys go. Uh, you go east. Now, does it look like the orc has placed a pair of sunglasses on the gnome? As well as a series of strings. No. So he's like waving with the hands of the no, gnome. The, the gnome jumps out and <laughs> okay. hobbles, hobbles up. <laughs> okay. Do you guys want to go together? Not necessarily. Where, where, what part of the mine are you? We're going east. Very well. We'll go west. Good luck. Don't die. You know, I would protect you, but all right. I would vote to go together if possible. But if... If you go west, are you east? We go west, we cover more ground. I mean, that's deadly, but if you think there's no chance of you being killed, then... Well, I mean, you are going to just leave us here, so... <laughs> I, I don't understand why you're saying it's deadly. I guess you, well, you we can handle ourselves. We waited to, to show you where we were going. You said nothing. You were walking away. I had to holler after you. Where are you going, <laughs> young fellow? Well, I, I guess this. Uh, good luck. Do you want to meet back here in say an hour? Uh, if you're alive, let's head out, Riley. Oh wait, that's not the gnome talking to me. N- no. Oh, it's, oh, okay. I thought it was the gnome. The gnome, the gnome just come up. They said yeah, the gnome you... jumped out, and he's like, "Well, goodbye." Oh no, the gnome come up. No, you want to talk to the gnome? Hey, where are you going? No, screw that guy. <laughs> oh, okay. Screw you too. I- I'm still going to chime in again. I think we should all go this way, pointing east. In numbers, there is great more safety. It's true. Macro, which way do you want to go? Collapse or uh, fresh mine? Collapse. Oh, well, we'll go with you. All right, well, uh, yes, I guess we could go the west. Uh, sure. Sounds great. Let's go. Minex just grunts. We do it. We go that way. <laughs> okay. For God's sake. Uh, you guys uh, begin to make your way down. Uh, somebody, everybody can do this, or we can have a a group check. Uh, I need you guys to make me a stealth check. I'm, I'm going to say group check. I'm going to that. I don't like the idea of the group check. <laughs> okay. Well, if you would like to try and lead this, lead at least your party, Donna, uh, Kachi, through this area, stealthily, I will let you make that check for the whole group. Okay, you will have to add one setback dice for each character not trained in stealth, so that will be two. One for Makra, one for Leo. Okay, what is the uh, uh, the negatives? The difficulty is going to be three purple difficulty. Three purple, two black. You have four story points. Would you like to use one? Hold on. No, uh, no I would not. Okay. So... Uh, because of uh, knack for it, um, I uh, can remove two black. Oh, look at you! That's right. <laughs> and uh, the way that'll play out is uh, as we're starting to go, I, I, I turn to Liam and go, 
please uh, don't make the sounds you normally make. Just make none. That's better. <laughs> and then he goes, oh, okay. All right, I rolled. I get uh, one success, one threat, and one triumph. All right. Um, the success is you make it through. Uh, you make it to the collapsed section. Uh, you come up, and there is a large um, mine entrance that has been boarded up uh, to your left. Actually, no, yeah, yeah, straight uh, to your left. And um, it's just been boarded up. Uh, how do you want to use that triumph? I've got one. Uh, so on the way, do we pass anything dangerous? The idea was like, if we got close to a place where like somebody could fall over something or whatever, um, the elf lady could slip and start to fall and I could grab her and she'd be like, huh, noticing that I could just let her go and she just flung her death and then we pull her up. Hmm. Or we could always uh, find a little bit more definite signs as to what's going on. I'll let you choose. I, I like that idea. Uh, I would I would let that happen if you want to save uh, Riley. That's fine. Which would you prefer? Me personally, I prefer to save Riley. Okay. And I, I, I as I'm like as I'm holding her arm and she's clearly like about to fall. Uh, I'm be like like I would shoot the lady like you darts or so pretty come on and then I pull her back up okay yeah so you guys come uh, come across a um sort of an uh an opening in the mine shaft and to your left you actually see a, a, a very very deep cavern it sort of opens up into a large cavern and you see when you look over when you save her you see below and here uh the actual uh creek or river uh, and basically, you you see a waterfall at this point, and um, yeah, we'll even say this is you cross a bridge. You're about uh, you guys have been traveling for about another, say, about an hour at this point, and you guys come across this. So you guys are passing the river and going beyond the river at this point. So, have we generally been going uphill? downhill laterally it's kind of hard to tell uh this one's pretty straight for the most part but there have been some uh inclines and declines there's not been a whole lot of um elevation change on these large you can tell like they've tried to keep these main tunnels pretty straight and pretty easily accessible in case they need to make like a a, a rail system but uh, you, what you do notice is that these offshoot mines from the main the main corridor uh, are going up and down drastically. Some go sh- like very steeply down, others go very steep up. It basically looks like they are following sort of veins uh, in the mine, and and they sort of twist and turn once you get off of these this main corridor. You said you took the map, right? Yes. Um, you are glad that you would have have, you are happy that you have this map because you begin to see like this thing is very, uh, very complex and you could get lost very easily. So you guys travel about another half an hour and you finally make it to the area, um, that the collapsed mine is in. Do you guys talk about anything or y'all just kind of minding your own business? Riley is very thankful. Uh, very gracious that you saved her. And uh, you kind of see her having a, a pretty good conversation with Hector afterwards. 
I, I do not talk. I'm too busy looking for threats. You finally come to a very large uh, tunnel or mine on the left, and it has been boarded up. Um, make me a perception check. Because you guys have come basically to the end of the mine at this point in the western section. There are is another, there's a couple other mines uh, passages. There. So make me a perception check. It's going to be two purple difficulty. And with uh, you guys' mining equipment, I think you can add a boost die to this as well. I got four success, two threat. I got uh, one success and three advantages. And I got all dice canceled out. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, let's start with Leo. Um, Leo, you come up to this passageway and you notice that like the right passage is the the very final right passage seems to be somewhat caved in. Um, it looks like it was intentional. And uh, could you see some some explosives there? Um, however, the one boarded up, uh, does not seem intentional. You know what? I think the threat is, as you're looking at this, um, you kind of are poking around maybe the, uh, the, the tunnel that looks like intentionally collapsed and, uh, you accidentally make some rocks fall, which sort of causes a commotion and that echoes down the, the mine shaft. Right. I kill us all. <laughs> Kaji, you notice that... Well, I think both of you guys noticed this. Uh, you guys also noticed that... You remember that... Uh, well, you, you noticed that this mine, the, the main one, the newest section, the boards seem new. Even though the mine was like collapsed or had a collapse a while back, these boards seem new. Like within the past weeks or weeks or so, maybe last week, and you guys don't actually see a collapse on this left tunnel. I'm I'm basically gonna. You said it did or didn't seem intentional. The left did not seem intentional. The right looked like it was a mine that they had collapsed. There's even like TNT or dynamite there. Okay. So it looks intentional. Like they, Leah, you look on the map. And you see that it it has markings of like the date when it was collapsed and it was intentionally collapsed. Like this mine is exhausted. We're done with this section. Blow it. Sort of thing. Um, basically, I would like to use my advantages on um, the basically whoever makes the next reaction based check. I want us to be a little bit more prepared. Or, or I could find a little bit of discarded TNT. <laughs> you, you could. Okay. So. Which would you? I, I'll give you a choice. You can find some. I, you can maybe find some some TNT, or you could find some something, a clue. I go. Uh, I'm going to find some TNT. Okay. And I'm going to motion for Leo and go. Hey, Leo. Um, in case things turn sideways. Uh, do you think that this would be safe in your bottomless pack against jostling? In my pack, yeah, but it wouldn't be readily accessible. <laughs> I, I, I think not blowing up 
uh, is better than readily accessible in this sense. Okay. How many TNT do I put in my pack? Uh, one stick of dynamite. One? Yep. Wow, look at this giant stick of dynamite. <laughs> no, it's a normal stick of dynamite. I made that mistake once with in a Star Wars game. You get one stick of dynamite. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you guys are looking around this place. Um, Leo, I think also with, with one of your successes, um, Kachi, you you notice this dynamite is uh, it's it's been here for a while. Um, it definitely can. It's got a match. It's definitely got a fuse on it. Not a match. It's got a fuse in it. Uh, it's primed and ready to go. Um, I as you're looking around this place, you also notice um, something shiny on in about mm, ten foot behind. The mine, the the boarded up mine, and Kaji, you notice also that there seemed like there was a torn piece of fabric or clothing on the, the one of the boards as well. Ooh, does it look similar to the fabric from the corpse we saw on the outside? No. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to go after the shiny thing. You going to go into the mine? I'm go. Well, I'm going to. Look at that the shiny thing down there. I'm going to go see if I can get it. Be stealthy. <laughs> You'll know me. Cat sails. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to rub my fur and yell, Tom, 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 Lynn, and uh, just disappeared <laughs> uh, 10 feet into the shaft to get the. Are you going to try to avoid being seen by these other individuals? Uh, yeah. <laughs> All I'm going right. to be as stealthy as possible. Okay. okay. All right. You're still uh, halfway, Matt. I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm hoping I disappear to Leo and, and Makra. I mean. Uh, one purple, one red. Okay. And here we go. I got two successes and three advantages. Two successes, three advantages. Okay. So, um, yeah, they were able to slip into this thing. And uh, you were unable to um all right sorry you're able to slip underneath this thing real quick uh you are able to avoid detection uh you're so quick that you get in and get out if you want to use some of your advantage to get in and get out that quick like part of the reason why they don't see you is that you're that just that quick um yeah would that be enough to got two successes three advantages to get in get out and get both the scrap and the 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 uh, uh, shiny thing? Sure. Okay. Uh, do I identify the shiny thing? Yeah, you approach it, and it's a, an open bag of fool's gold. And the you see a, basically you just take off the tattered rag. Someone basically looks like they did what you did, except they were not as limber to get through the, the, the <laughs> boards. And they, uh, they caught their clothes on the wood and the fool's gold the small little pouch of fool's gold is actually torn as well and that's what you see okay so i now have a little pouch of fool's gold and a scrap of rag uh uh well when i get back to the to party i'm gonna show leo be like does this remind you of uh you know mr fool's gold at all showing him the scrap uh I wonder if he contributed to this at all. 
wants to get out of town. Maybe he knows he knew something. I'm starting to think he might be a lot more involved than, than we're guessing. He did seem to know a lot about these worms and what they liked and didn't like. Well, at least I was able to get this scrap. I guess we should uh, continue. What do you want to do? He said, uh, we're going to walk towards the collapse. You said we didn't actually see the collapse, right? Yeah, it's it's not there at the, the opening of the mine. I'm going to walk towards it. I, I look at them. I flick them off, double bird, and I walk backwards into it towards the collapse. <laughs> All right. I, like, I'm trying not to talk. I'm, I'm loud enough as is. All right. All right. So you guys uh, crawl your way through this, crawl your way between these, like, boards and start making your way there. And uh, you start walking, and uh, you get to the place on the map where the collapse is supposed to be, and there's no collapse. Great. Then we keep walking, keeping an eye out. Riley comes, um, but Hector stays back, guard over the entrance, and um, Gunther goes like comes with us you mean yeah gunther comes with you guys too and you even hear hector saying uh basically he's gonna guard the i've got the entrance chaps is there any kind of insight check i want to just in check this guy we've been talking to this whole time who hector or the orc hector okay uh it's gonna be vigilance uh, vigilance against his deception, which deception goes off with cunning. Uh, two purple, one red difficulty. You have a story point. You have four. I'll just fail. Oh, I, I fail. Yep. <laughs> uh, he seems genuine. He seems like he thinks this would be prudent. Make sure that nothing happened, nothing come up behind you guys. Except for darts. You guys uh, begin to make your way down this tunnel. And uh, like I said, you come to a place where on your map it shows that there was a collapse and there is not a collapse. And uh, you guys finally uh, come to what looks like the end of uh, the mine. You see, like, well, you start making your way. Like I said, you make your way and you travel about mm, probably about 15, 20 minutes, maybe. Not very long. And uh, you come to what looks like the end. You realize, like, up ahead, it opens up into some cavern down below or some open air space. It looks like the path that you're on ends. And uh, you come up and you see this large circular cavern. You come up to the edge of the cliff and look down below and uh, you see a mining operation going on. What was it we were told to get evidence of? Uh, the letter asked it to find evidence of reckless basically like reckless procedures that may have caused these worms to show up basically okay even a giant vat of acid would that count as reckless or were there guardrails around this vat of acid no oh that's an osha valley you in the middle of this uh, large cavern you see a a very large hole uh it is a a some sort of Deep chasm, uh, and there are some pulley systems in here uh, that seem to go down into it. You see two individuals off to the right looking over into it. Uh, you see what looks like a well-to-do businessman talking with none other than Willie Cooper himself as they are 
aggressively discussing something. Willie is upset. This uh, middle-aged man is upset. Uh, you see a mine cart. There's supplies everywhere. And um, like I said, uh, you notice that there are two individuals standing next to the round sort of hole. It's in the middle of this room. Then I whisper to Kaji, hey, hey, Kaji, can you get closer and listen to them, what they're saying? And, and then, like, when he, like, does that, he realizes I'm not, I'm not there anymore. <laughs> oh, I hate it when he does that. Make me a stealth check. <laughs> Already ahead of him is just a, a, a tail disappearing <laughs> in the darkness. If I fail this, am I just going to dive, like, headlong into that pit? Ha! <laughs> stealth check. All right. Uh, two purple, one red. Two success, three threat, and a triumph. Two success, three threat, and a triumph. You succeed. Where do you want to get to? Um, do they look like they're milling around, or what are they doing? They're just like standing, looking to the whole. They're, like, they're sort of looking at each other, sort of pointing towards the wagon, pointing towards the the cavern, huge giant like <laughs> hole that goes down below. You can't see how far it goes down into. Okay, so it, I would want to. F- at least get behind this boulder. But if I really could, I'd like to be kind of over here behind these barrels. For two two successes, yeah, I'll let you get to the wagons if you want. I'm at the wagons. I think for the triumph, I want to figure out what's going on. I'd say you can get close enough to where you can hear for the triumph and be able to hear what they're saying. Oh, the three threats. I've got a good one if you want me to supply it. Sure. What's your what's your idea? Um my my way back gets blocked. So there's no real way for me to get up and pass them back to the party from where I am. All right. So what you hear is you hear and you know who these guys are. You know that it's Willie Cooper and you know that it is um McFadden. And let's let's take a break before we get into this and we'll dive back into this when we come back from the break. And you guys get to find out what they're talking about. Did you see that new that newfangled uh cat person came to town? That dude was handsome. <laughs> I want to touch his fur. I want to turn him into a cat skin rug for loving purposes. Is there any other reason for a cat skin rug other than the loving purposes it does provide? Well, there, there, there is the warmth, and and also fashion. Oh, I can't pull off no cats can't rug off. Oh shucks. Well, that's how you make them. Oh, well, thank you, but I'm not. I'm just not cool enough to pull off no no cats can rug coat or something. Ah oh, man, I wish I was that cool. <laughs> you remember Jimmy Dan? <laughs> he rolled through town with that chameleon coat. Oh man, that was that guy's slicker than. Then Goblin's not. Tell you what, I tell you what. I wish I'd gotten some of that Goblin's not from that, uh, from Hobby. He probably had plenty to donate to the calls. I'm actually really wishing I had that stick of dynamite right now. <laughs> Content of this podcast remains property of the Hazardous Casual Podcast. 
Genesis role-playing game, Genesis Logan and Realm of Terranoff, property of Venice and Flight Games. Any content used in Genesis Foundry belongs to their respective owners. The hilarious setting and sitting book is property of the Hatchers Casual Podcast.